Inside Agitator episode episode one. Yeah, so let's. I thought of a good first segment to do. By the way, I'm. Let's say let yeah. Let's say why we're doing this. Yeah. Eric can give some context for who the fuck we are. Yeah. So, um. Uh, I get. I'm a producer out of uh, North Carolina. Lived here all my life, and uh, you can go ahead and introduce yourself, kid. Yeah. So I'm. I'm not. I'm the other guy, <laughs> and uh, I'm also the white guy, um, and I'm also a, a white inside agitator or outside agitator. <laughs> We're naming this podcast Inside Agitator based on a theory that I technically didn't come from outside. But, but, but we, and also, like, this was supposed to be a music podcast, and, like, it almost sounds like the inside scoop, inside agitator. Mm. So, yeah, no, about a month ago, we've been talking about doing music shit for a while, and have been doing music shit for a while, you more than me, but we were talking about, you know, starting an artist development studio and, like, doing all these things. And, and one of the things on the back burner was a podcast. Um, and then about two days later, the George Floyd rebellions kicked off and didn't see me for like two weeks. <laughs> and, and then, you know, now with all this shit going on, um, this wasn't supposed to be a super politically focused podcast. But um, and, and I don't think it will be. I think we're going to kind of take the more cultural angle to it. But I think me just. We've got something to fucking say, man. We got to get shit off our chest. Yeah, I think it's there's too much to be said about all these fucking sheep, all these fucking people who just blindly follow and just say what the fuck ever to get a rise out of people and do all this shit. It makes no, it's it's the system is designed that way to make people fucking think that way. It's just it's a lot. Yeah, know? and and we're trying to at least somewhat we're over here in our echo chamber talking about how fucked and polluted the airwaves are yeah and so i think it's finally time that we pollute the airwaves with our bullshit yeah and uh hopefully people will listen i know like and i, I mean personally my girl's just tired of hearing me rant at her at the crib mm. I, think, I, think, I think i just need i need an outlet yeah and so so that responsibility now falls on you, the listener. Yeah. <laughs> that, that response. Man. If you decide to click on this, <laughs> goddamn. <laughs> Are you in for some shit? <laughs> no, and, and, and for real, like, I just, uh, it's, I hope people listen and, and take something out of this. Or, you know, I know there's a lot of podcasts I listen to um, and that have helped me stay sane when I feel like the whole, I, I'm seeing shit that the rest of the world isn't seeing. And I, I hope this can do that for some people, especially specifically people who are involved in the hip hop community, fans of hip hop, yeah. uh, people who are in rap, and and you know, because there's a lot of bullshit there too. Uh, yeah, I, like the, when we talked the other night about like the whole like capitalistic mindset that's now around hip hop, I saw that manifested in so many different ways just since this week just yeah. since then you know just like now that like I'm paying attention yeah it's crazy and, because and to catch like y'all up that conversation we were having was basically just that you know hip hop's response to to protests and everything that's been going on in the wake of George Floyd's murder um I not to say it's been lackluster not to be like an outside guy saying hip hop needs to do more and shit I, I always laugh when Michael Rappaport was like where is hip hop making yeah. songs about coronavirus and Vince Staples responded with the song Club Rona it's like here it is motherfucker cause like I'm not trying to make hip hop something more than it's gotta be yeah. not everyone's trying to listen to Chuck D raps and, mm -hmm. and like 
But, you know, I, I love Joey Badass. I fucking, the capital Steez fucking raised me. And so, there, I have, a, all that shit is a special place in my heart. And, I don't know, but it, it's not what it once was. And I think part of that has a lot to do with late capitalism and everybody is striving for this shit. And things have entirely become about making money. And yeah. there are people in hip-hop with influence who, that is their entire mindset, is yeah. money, money, money. Which is not a good way to go about things and shit. But. Who you're thinking about academics, right? Yeah, that that whole shit yeah. today. Like you know, like oh, I got way more money than you. I made way more money than you as a blogger. This man only did twenty thousand first week. Like who gives a fuck? Col- Freddie Gibbs has done more for the more for the culture than Lil Pump has. Like yeah. and Lil yeah, Pump, yeah, yeah. Yeah, just because Lil Pump can do fifty k. First week, you know, yeah. like what the fuck, and, and not that to be, and not to be the old head podcast where we're like fuck the mumble rappers, real rap, blah blah. blah. Yeah. But there's more to this shit than just what fucking sells. Yeah, and I gotta be. I, <laughs> all right, I guess it'll just we go can cut that shit out. But uh, <laughs> like, we're not. Let's just have it be yeah. shitty. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck, fuck you guys. <laughs> um. <laughs> It's uh, gonna pick up right here. Yeah. Yeah, we, all right, back we're, at the swing. We're back. Right. Sorry, sorry about the technical difficulties. <laughs> all right. There might be a lot of those. In this. There's gonna be a couple a fair amount. difficulties. There's gonna be a fair amount when we listen back. To this we're gonna be like, oh god, oh, shit. May, I, I think at a certain point, if enough people listen to this, we can start not editing shit out because yeah. we can maybe not have to have jobs. But until we yeah. get to that point, uh, I'm, yeah, shit has to get edited out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> shit has to get Fuck, yeah, but academics telling Freddie Gibbs he makes more money than that big. I mean, I saw, I sent you a reply that someone put and it was like, money doesn't make you real, yeah. which is, I think... When you look at Freddie Gibbs and, and his musical footprint, that is real hip hop. It is music mm-hmm. that has advanced. I mean, anyone that does anything with Mad Lib to get picked to like, yeah, he doesn't to just do a solo album. <laughs> yeah, like, Mad Lib, like that's not... crazy. That man was out taking trips to Brazil, sampling records. They found out of like Brazilian markets, you know? Yeah, that, like yeah. That, that that kind of that kind of hip hop. Yeah, you know? like, and and yeah. academics has no. To be as influential as DJ Academics is, yeah. and have no appreciation for that, it's he's like, crazy. It's so wild, man. And it's like it's like he's just like the face of this like new age. He kind of is. Yeah, you know what it is? Terrible. Social me- It's social media hip hop. Yeah, it's social media rap. We'll come up with a clever phrase for these type of people, but mm-hmm. it, the, the clout people, yeah. the clout, the clout. Yeah, we don't want to say the clouts, <laughs> the fucking clouts. That sounds derogatory. It, but you know what? <laughs> Fuck them. Yeah, yeah. I really love yeah, the clouts. No, yeah. The fucking clouts. <laughs> the motherfucking clouts. The motherfucking clouts have been out here ever since Migos was on Ellen. <laughs> they saw them niggas on Ellen. I'm black. I can say niggas, by the way. But they saw them niggas on Ellen. They were like, damn, I need to be on Ellen. Oh, there, there's money in this shit now. There's money. Mm. So that, I, I don't know. It's not even that. I think that's when it became mainstream. It became acceptable. Like, all right, I'm going to do this as a career. I'm going to do this. Yeah. It, it became, I mean, I, there was a moment. Hip-hop has never been maybe... And maybe we shouldn't be pontificating about the deep, the deepness of hip hop, but 
it, it is supposed to be countercultural on some level. And I do think, and I love the Migos. Don't do not get it twisted in any way. Uh, <laughs> so yeah. I'm not. It's not an anti Migos take. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, with the Ellen shit. But there was a moment where I feel like the 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 music became co opted by forces larger than the music itself, and now it's just it's it's pushed. And I think six nine, who is so closely uh, tied to DJ Academics, is like the best example of that. It's yeah. just there's you know, and I, that's in I made about a death. million straight off of jail from the house arrest, like that type of shit, just flexing on everybody and like the idea of wealth like i was reading i was like watching this ted talk like i was looking for like samples of people like talking to like maybe find some like cool ass quote to put in a beat or some shit and i was listening to this ted talk and he was like 50 percent of millennials their goal in life is to become famous yo you know what i mean oh and like that type of shit where like yeah these big rappers have just put on this like illusion of wealth maybe it's real maybe it's not but like instagram has is just this like big ass fucking smoke screen you know bro and it's just oh you're spot on yeah bro and all right and here's Mm -hmm. where most people are going to tune out because you realize (laughs) that the co-host is schizophrenic but (laughs) (laughs) on some real shit this desire to be famous and Mm -hmm. to, to have the mainstream pat on the head and to be part of part of this upper, this celebrity class, there's this idealization of fame. But and and the CIA has utilized that. I mean, the people who were seen at the protests dressed up like Black Panthers <laughs> that weren't actually, yeah. and people found their social media. All of these people who were the fake Black Panthers that ended up linking arms with the police and shit. And uh, so this is something that happened. I think it was in Atlanta. And they found all these people's social media. They were all Instagram wannabe uh, Instagram influencers who wanted to be actors. They want. They all have headshots. They're all like people who want to be part of this Hollywood thing. That mm-hmm. then they're told, "All right, listen. So we're gonna have you dress up like uh, this old picture of Angela Davis, <laughs> and we're gonna march you into the crowd. And oh, what are your political beliefs? Oh, none. Great. Uh, so, <laughs> so we're gonna <laughs> here's five thousand dollars, and we guarantee you will get popular on Instagram. Uh, go. Honestly, yeah. they might not even be paying these folks. You could literally tell motherfuckers you're gonna go viral on social media. We're gonna make sure of it. And all right, what costume do I gotta get in? What do I gotta do? Yeah. And, and it's it, and it, but it's, that shit ain't worth it though. No, because like a viral moment does not mean you're famous. Mm-mm. You have to have six, seven, eight, nine viral moments, you know, before you're like, holy shit, this guy, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, people I, have made careers off of moments, but mm. I, I agree with that too. It, it, that shit, it, it's not worth it. And honestly, it's not worth it to. As a black actor, I don't know who these mm. people are specifically. My favorite was one of them, and I think he actually was in New York. But this mm. guy, he, <laughs> there's a video of him with a megaphone saying, trying to get everyone to chant thank you to the sergeant <laughs> that was like letting them peacefully march down the street. And he had a beret on. Like he was like, oh, you know, yeah, the, the I beret saw that guy. guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that my- fucking coon, yeah. <laughs> That nigga, bro. But, bro yeah. They found his Instagram. Read, yeah, he's like some financial advisor. Yeah, he's fucking good. Bro, yeah, I saw Instagram story. Does anyone have a beret? I can buy. 
That is pure fucking Like, comedy. this is what we're fucking up against, folks. These are the clouds. <laughs> the clouds. <laughs> this is what we are up against. And they're everywhere. And the scary part is that it's not even organized. These people are self-selecting to do this dumbass shit to try to get some type of attention. Yeah. Oh, it's it's wild, man. It's fucking wild. But yeah, so it's crazy. That's like, I just don't even think like how could you even do that as like a black person in your right mind? Like I think about I think about that sometimes. Like I really try to put myself in their shoes and think, you know, the, the black people will hate me for a while. I have to rely on white people. That that's kind of what you I thought, and I was like, know. "Holy shit!" Like, no, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> to completely be like, "All right, I'm going to rely on white people to accept for me. my fame yeah. and my acceptance." Yeah, like, yeah no, you're you right, can't. and that's that's who a lot of that performative kneeling with cop shit was for. It's for white liberals, and I mean, but ugh, to put myself in their shoes, I'd say honestly, I think some of them, and 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 there are some that truly like. Probably where CIA psyops. I got got told what to do. But some of them might have just been self-selecting dumbasses. And I Mm. truly think not all of them went into it from a completely cynical place saying, oh, let me, you know, use the energy of this to make myself famous or to Mm. detract it and to lessen the movement. I think some of these people genuinely think they're doing the right thing. That genuinely think that we need to restore peace with the cops or that we're going to triumph love, hate with love and all that shit. I think there are people that genuinely believe that and um those people are fucking stupid (laughs) yeah it's never gonna work no those guys are the cops are the fucking worst really they they have been showing their ass this week what they've been doing for years you know like (laughs) i think the best rebuttal to the fight hate with love shit is elijah mcclain yeah thank he tried to yeah he i love you cops I, I love everybody, even people who eat meat. Yeah. His last words are fucking chilling, and I think, I mean, we 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 we, we cried in here about yeah, it, yeah, and we I think this is something at this point that a lot of people have had to process, and it's not to be that, and I think where people make a mistake is, you know, he was such a good kid and he played violins for cats mm. and la la, and that is, not to say. That people who don't play violin for cats and people who are gangbangers deserve to get shot. Yeah, and that, that's the thing that I don't get is when people with the Rayshard Brooks thing, where he pointed the taser at him, which even though the taser had already been deployed, the cop knew that the taser was a piece of plastic at that point. Mm-hmm. Just because, and I saw people on Facebook being like, "Yo, why is uh did he pointed the taser back at the cop? He's my." I'm not even going to go there with fucking work. But, but he pointed the taser back at the cop. Therefore, he deserved to get shot. He aimed a lethal weapon, which tech, which is a fucking crazy thing in itself. That mm-hmm. a cop would, mm-hmm. if you're going to charge somebody for firing a taser and charge an assault with a deadly weapon. Yeah. But then be but able to fire that it. on a fucking... Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and like throwing a tear part. gas canister back at a cop and then you get... You get assault with a deadly, deadly weapon. weapon. You know what yeah. I mean? No. That type of shit. Like, that shit is crazy it's like it's not it shows the power imbalance and double standard because they can point a taser at you and you have to react calmly but if you point a taser at them they can murder you (laughs) they can so they can (laughs) like yeah and I was reading that shit that you put on your story 
today about the dude, the cop who just like stepped out in front of that guy from that football team who just like got up on the hood and like just shot him like four times mm-hmm. and then like pulled him out the car and shit mm-hmm. like that. And then like he just like the cop just they just took his word for it, you know? Mm-hmm. How do we fight that? How? How how like how can we fight that? It's hard, man. I really think, and here's the thing with these protests, it's like right now what we're seeing in New York today as we record this is they're talking about taking a billion away from the cops. But what they're cleverly doing is reinvesting that billion into putting cops in the education system. So those very same cops are getting so they would be So they would be like... I guess reinvesting in education. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, like I want to say, oh, here's how we combat that. We defund the police. But it's really not going to be that simple because all of these fucking politicians, they want the cops. They do yeah. not want to get rid of the cops. Yeah. And the reason they don't want to get rid of the cops, and the reason they believe cops, it's not, it, it, it is because, not because they believe cops. They don't believe the fucking cops. They know they're lying. Yeah. The, the, <laughs> they. The politicians are protecting the ruling class's interest. And the reason why cops have funding and everything else doesn't is because cops are the last thing that rich people use. They don't use the same doctors. They don't use the same schools. We, we know that as a fucking fact. Yeah. They don't use the same public transportation. And public transportation is a great fucking example. You go to New York City, the fucking shit doesn't work. But the cops have fucking tanks. And it's like, well, all right here. So who, who who's this budget for? And yeah. it's not for... Us, it's not for really anybody. All the way up to the upper middle classes, it's not really for fucking anybody that isn't in the one percent. Or, and I shouldn't say that, it is for people who own property and who own businesses. Mm -hmm. And I think when you look at in twenty twenty the state of things, motherfuckers do not own shit. Yeah, corporations own most of the shit. Everything. Yeah. So, like, what the, the economy has been taken from us. So, they are protecting property that does not belong to us. And that is where... And that's why people hate fucking cops. Yeah. And it's pretty... And that is why they get believed. Because they are the defenders of pro, mm-hmm. of property. Ama- the, the, the god. The, the, the thing Literally. we worship. Literally. They are, they are our holy warriors defending the, the, the glorious free market. Yeah. And they... They fucking believe that shit too. When in reality, they are just like little fucking pawns, you know. And and that's in, in a, or no, not even a pawn. Well, no, they call, are. Let's call them knights. In they're, this no, fucking they're, they're chess game. In the t- they really, because they, they, they are enforcers in, in, in a sense. All right, enforcers whatever of the chess lower analogy class. you want to use. <laughs> yeah, but whatever. Fuck, fuck. <laughs> but I, I, it, it, I'm thinking it, way too deep about this. No, you're not. It doesn't fucking like. I know you're spot on though because they are pawns. And that's why, and I think it, I'm so happy you said that shit because yeah. I don't want to just be like, fuck cops, I'm happy to rail against cops. Mm-hmm. But like, I also feel like it's worth pointing out that a lot of these guys are just like useful dumbasses. Yeah. Who I don't even think, who are so propagandized. Like, they, and they are servants of something. They don't even know that they're servants. They yeah, have no that's, concept. That's exactly I don't yeah. think they understand what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And I think when you try to tell them, it's so different from what they've been told they're doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That it's hard to square with the reality, like, their day-to-day reality. And, and also, they're just so propagandized. So it's hard, it's hard to, like, you know, whether it's in, arm, in the army or in the pol- police department... You have these young men who are impressionable and they really buy into this rhetoric. 
and not even just the young men, the young women. And I mean, look at Officer Karen McMuffin. Who? (laughs) 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 Karen McMuffin. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like that, that bitch really. (laughs) She thought they were putting fucking rice in in her egg McMuffin because it took three minutes. I don't know about you. Have, I've been to McDonald's, like, McDonald's, McDonald's fucks up all the time, bro. I swear to God, McDonald's made me wait 30 minutes one time for, like, three McChickens and a large fry. See, I'm like saying, that. bro, like, they're so constantly, like, pull like ahead. Yeah. Here's your soda, pull ahead, and we yeah, fucking yeah. drop you fly fries on the floor. They be <laughs> fucking up in there constantly. Bro, and, and it's the worst, because I, I feel her, though, because I'll be out there <laughs> high as fuck. And I don't know how much time has really passed. <laughs> so I'm like, did they forget about yeah, me? Yeah. Like, has it been 20 minutes or three? Where, yeah. where are we, right? You're not at McDonald's Am sober. Like, not, like, 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 yeah, you go through the, like, or you, like, go through the app. And then, like, you're like, am I at the right McDonald's? You yeah. know what I no, mean? Like, shit like that, you know? And you're not at McDonald's fucking sober. And that's where she fucked up. I think she went yeah. to McDonald's sober. And yeah. That's just... Off jump, so we, I'm really not gonna put too much blame on <laughs> Officer Karen McMuffin. <laughs> no, but it's crazy because they just so ready to play the fucking victim. But, so I am gonna put blame on her. But in what, what are you gonna say? <laughs> just the idea of somebody like being at their car window, like <laughs> like crying into a camera like that, like seeing that from an angle is like. Imagine it has to be like I just imagine like standing twenty feet away and just being like this. What the fuck is this bitch doing? This so I'd say <laughs> I'd say the image of a of a cop crying in their cop car would be very funny <laughs> and and one you'd notice because you always I always at least check out the cop car yeah. see if anyone's in it. But apparently she was not even a cop. This bitch was in a Honda Accord. <laughs> Crying about being targeted. She's not a cop. Nah, she's like a security guard. And the logo, and then, oh and then she tried to say like, Nah, I'm not a security guard. I'm with this police department. And that police department issued a tweet that was like, well, This woman is not in the police department. <laughs> oh my god, she not twelve, she eleven. Yeah. <clears throat> oh my god, yeah. that shit is so funny, bro. It's so funny because then my like, you're, you know. My aunts, who, like, live in Long Island, which is more racist than North Carolina, yeah. fucking post those videos, and it's like, our, our brave and blue are under attack. <sighs> and, and they really think that we're over here, like, putting rice into McMuffins, murdering police officers. No. Uh, man, I've seen people literally get shot by the police. Like, <laughs> I, I've never... I saw. I maybe saw a dude throw an empty water bottle at a cop. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, it's not equivalent fucking things. Yeah. It's really. Yeah, those pictures that De Blasio put on like his Twitter account of all the shit that was recovered that was thrown back at the police, and it was like a can of fucking beans. <laughs> <laughs> like, no. Y'all niggas afraid of bush beans. Y'all dressed be, like Master Chief. Yes, yeah, dressed like y'all are ready for fucking World War Two, fucking or Call of Duty. Men, World War Four. Fucking, they're like in super future yeah. space marine fucking armor, bro. They're ready for a private match on Rust. Bro, dead ass, <laughs> they 
they went into World War II with significantly less shit than the average cop has. Those motherfuckers <laughs> yeah. had a rifle and a helmet. These cops now have like fucking mech suits. It's fucking absurd. It's fucking these motherfuckers. Motherfuckers rolled up to Normandy in a boat with wet socks and a gun that didn't a rusty gun that didn't work and a hat with nets on it. That shit. These cops now they're fucking they they got not only riot fucking shields they got the full riot armor they got kevlar they got not they got a mask over the gas mask these motherfuckers are fortified yeah they are ready for fucking anything bro have you ever seen the fifth element uh, is with Bruce Willis? Yeah, yeah. You know those cops that are in the fucking yeah, they, yeah. yeah that's what exactly they yeah. like and that. there's and not only that, there's four hundred of them somehow. <laughs> yeah. It's like man, where yeah, where did all these fucking yeah, cops come from? What the yeah, fuck? Yeah. There were not this many cops yeah. a month ago. And yeah, <laughs> I, I think they actually have been probably advancing people through programs. No, they have, yeah. and yo, they had a recruitment tent up at the white <laughs> supremacist rally in Mecklenburg County. Really? I'm not even bullshitting you, dog. I mean, yeah. That, that you see a tweet that was like, yeah, you you see why the you never see like a Spider Man and Peter Parker in the same place. The, with like KKK, the KKK and, and the cops. cops. Yeah, 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 it's like, fact. Because Bro, it's the same people. There's an FBI report from fucking 2004 that talks about white supremacists who, mm-hmm. after huge defeats in the prior decades, their ideology became after the 70s and 80s. Let's infiltrate police departments. And they successfully... And this was in 2004. They were writing about how they successfully did so. Not shit was done about it since. And it's the problem has only gotten more fucking exacerbated. The race shit has only been fucking inflated. Uh, and, I, you know... Wh- what's your thoughts on how shit's gotten more intense? I don't know. It's just like... I'm just so, like... I burnt out, I guess. That is how I feel at this point, and it's just—I'd I, agree with that. And I, I'm like still like very angry about a lot of things, but then at the same time, I feel like, what can I truly do? Mm. That's how I truly feel about it. Mm. Like I'm just like I feel pretty like defeated sometimes. That I guess that's a word. I think so, so you know, much is meant to make us feel powerless. Yeah, and. I relate to that emotion so much, mm-hmm. but I gotta tell you, bro. Like, I feel the same way, and I'll, I'll talk more specifically about the things I did and what protests I went to as mm. t- time space. I'm not trying yeah, to incriminate yeah, yeah. myself at the moment. Oh yeah, I, no, Trump you don't want to yeah. because Trump might retweet this fuck podcast yeah, 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 or yeah, something. Nah, and honestly, on like, well, I hope he does. I would love to be retweeted by uh, and get like nine million yeah, views on strength. You know? Donald Trump, you're a bitch. <laughs> Donald He's Trump, you me. have small tiny hands to jack off your small tiny wiener. Yeah, you you're an fascist. orange. Cheeto in yeah. chief. Yeah, yeah, fascist. You're a, you're a Mr. President, sir. You are a disgrace to our. I'm gonna be a Trump reply guy. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. President, sir, you are Putin's little handmaiden. <laughs> Mr. Mr. Trump, sir, I bought one of your steaks one time and they were horrible. <laughs> I'm Mr. Trump, sir, I bet you don't even have a favorite opera. <laughs> Stupid shit, <laughs> bro. Um, I'm, yeah. I'm tired. This man has been fucking 
going at it on Twitter and shit. Why, like, the fact that this man is, like, memeing is nuts to me. I like every still, single time I see a meme from Donald Trump. Yeah, but I'm he's just a like master. Yeah, he, I gotta tell you, the he, master outrage. Like he he controls the news cycle so well. It's sometimes like it's like mastery. Yeah, it's truly like I. You almost. It's hard to not. It's hard to not feel like he's got a team of like. Third, like it, it's it, I, it's so hard to believe that this man really just be off the suit of firing this shit out, and, and it's so like and just and to buckets, buckets. Just ne- he never misses. He's not once missed, and just like just fucking off the diet coke and suit of just fucking and hamburgers. <laughs> Fucking Vallejo fishes, just pure raw power. Just yo, that is white excellence. It's fucking crazy, and literally anybody could beat him. Anybody, anybody except Joe Biden <laughs> and Hillary. Those are the two fucking people. That's true, Hillary. You know, but you know, on some real shit, I think Hillary was an even worse candidate to go up against Trump. Cause like, why do you say that? Cause like, Biden sucks. He's mm-hmm. like objectively on race issues, on most issues, he's a centrist sack of shit. He's the bag man for the banks. Yeah. Fuck Joe Biden. He wrote the nineteen ninety four crime bill. People who tell me I gotta vote for him or else I don't care about marginalized communities, motherfucker, go read a history book. Joe Biden has done more to yeah. hurt marginalized communities than Donald Trump could fucking dream of doing in four years. This man has a long illustrious career yeah, just of be- fucking taking shit out of your wallet. Yeah, just because he's fucking friends with Barack Obama. <laughs> Doesn't mean this man is not racist. Yeah, no facts. That is not fucking quant. This man, oh my god, I people could go forget, on for fucking. People day forget now. Obama chose him to mm. cater to the whites mm. who were worried. Yes, he was like yes. the like. Oh, oh, don't worry, we're gonna have Uncle yeah. Joe here too to yeah. keep an eye on it. That was who Joe Biden was. This was not like. Yeah. yeah. The, the fucking friendship bracelet thing. They didn't come up with that in the CIA psyop room till later. That's what we need. We just need two niggas in office. Honestly, too that's where he fucked real, up, maybe. But like, just two real niggas, like, like Jamal, not like are we talking have about? You like, at, have you looked at Jamal Bauman from New York? No, man. Oh, actually, I saw him. he kicks ass. Really? He is this podcast. He's the synthesis of like really? what we're fucking talking about, man. Really? He rules. I got. I, I saw that he won. Shit. Yeah. So he was a high school principal mm. who like had a campaign video with a Jada Kiss song in it. Like he ruled and he Hell won. Yeah. He won. A, he beat a fucking establishment establishment candidate who had way more money and resources. You know, like okay. he fucking did. You know, incredible shit. I guess what? They're, they're gonna start calling him a fucking fluke and shit like that. Yeah, yeah. do the AOC shit too. Yeah, yeah. Guess what? AOC won again. AOC, so yeah. haha, bitches by a fucking landslide, like sixty eight percent. Yeah, not for real. She's yeah. All right, we were just on. By some the shit, way, though. by the way, real quick, that thing must be something serious with AOC. <laughs> It, it gotta be It gotta We're be We're gonna get canceled For this bro it, it Yo, Have be. you seen her boyfriend Yeah He got a damn shame hoax, bro. No it's no no that is, that is the left In a nutshell I know Just the hottest woman <laughs> And just like The fucking most Beat dudes It rules Dudes fucking rock Dudes, dudes rock <laughs> 
But I'm just saying, bro, it's, it's gotta be. Not to change gears completely, but the Army made an eSports account today, or recently, to recruit Twitch 12-year-olds, which... Oh, it has to be. God. We're just really living in the end of fucking time. I mean, like, could you imagine you are, you live in the Middle East. You, you, you were born after the bombs have already started dropping. Mm-hmm. You see nothing but, like, just devastation. You are a hardened warrior. You don't, nothing mm-hmm. could fucking phase you. Yeah. But the only thing worse than that <laughs> is an Adderall dub ex Fortnite kid. Doing fucking dance. Like, think about... I mean, th- that's the real war. These kids have no fucking emotion. These kids have seen such shit on the internet. They're just gonna go over there. No fucking... They're just gonna be fucking murdering and doing, like, the fucking floss dance. <laughs> piles of fucking corpses. Yeah. It's, it's not funny, fucking, but it's... it's kind of, no, it's, yeah. it's not funny, but it's, it's grim. Yeah. It is a grim... As, but yeah. that's what's... Yo, there will be a fucking dude floss dancing over an Iraqi body yeah, within the decade... That's fucked up. We gotta do something. Yeah, that's got it. And guess what? They're probably gonna get a, get away with it too. Because you remember that fucking guy that like took a picture with that Iraqi teenager that he fucking no, literally that was what I was kind of spoofing in my head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's it's gonna literally be that, shit, but yeah. with like some a dude dabbing in the photo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're fucked. We're fucked. <laughs> it's gonna no. It's gonna be a fucking TikTok. That's what it's gonna be. They're gonna be doing fucking TikToks over there. U.S. The wife U- U- U.S. Army yeah. under fire after after, after private post TikTok, TikTok of dead. waterboarding. Next <laughs> <laughs> and some dude just. <laughs> <laughs> you can't see the visual act out he's doing, but yeah. it was very funny, folks. Truly, we will have video. If people listen to this shit, we'll do a video podcast. Yeah. Um. This shit seems to be going very well so far. Yeah, I'm enjoying this. I, I really think it's am. just worth, you know, I'm just mad at so much shit. I'm mad at Sean King. Sean King that is white a white man. He's a white man. That is a white man. That is a white man. And on top of being a white man, he is a CIA agent, folks. Yeah. I'm talking about my girl being sick of me ranting. She says, she claims it's like hot or attractive. We'll see how many mornings it takes of her walking out. And I've already been up for four hours. And I'm like, hey, babe, I think uh, Sean King's a CIA agent. Hey. Like, nine damn just like, oh, shit. But like... <laughs> it's for real, like, I, I, I've always been, I was never a fan uh, for years because I, I actually follow, like, real black fucking activists on Twitter yeah. who have been calling him Talcum X for years. Yeah. So, like, it's long, it's long been established. But honestly, he's really good. And this goes into what we're talking about. He's a clout. He's he is really cla- yes, he is he's with- fucking great at that game mm. of social media, posting the right shit, getting a lot of shares, getting a lot of likes. And it's good for activism. It's good, and he mm. does good work. I'm not like necessarily poo-pooing the work he does. That's just a white man. He's a white man, but and I am a potential CIA. Up. <laughs> he was yeah. So uh, if we really want to get into the CIA shit, here's my thought. Like, all right, listen. I get that Jesus wasn't white. I acknowledge Jesus wasn't white. Feel free to. I, you don't have to hold in the lamp. <laughs> I just want I you just, to get it. <laughs> I I get that Jesus, I, it wasn't white. We when I was twelve years old, 
and I, I had just decided to be an atheist, that's what I'd say to my I'd say to my parents, Well he actually was brown, you dumbasses. So we all went through the edgy stage of Jesus isn't white. We fucking get it. That is not the fucking issue right now. That Jesus wasn't white. Uh, and Sean King's out here talking about, we need to topple every image of white Jesus. This shit, who asked for this? Nobody. You know who asked for this? His CIA handler, who wants to get white people upset. Yeah. That is, that is, this does nothing to advance the material needs of any black people. Yeah. It is a meaningless gesture. There are churches already with black Jesus. Listen, a universality throughout fucking the world is that Jesus in churches looks like the the people who inhabit that church. Yeah. Remember, everyone remembers Twenty One Jump Street, Korean Jesus. Yes. Yeah. This is, this is there. You the people see Jesus in themselves and yeah. vice versa. You make the iconography. Mean, you go anywhere in the world. It's just the culture. It's yeah. just the fucking culture. Uh, listen, there's white supremacy comes in many forms. I, uh, and and listen and and I'm I'm the first to talk about how. Christianity specifically has been damaging the black people. I'll have that talk all day and how it's been a form of white supremacy as a structure. But what the fuck is this guy doing calling for we need to topple every church that is white Jesus? That shit is literally just meant to further the fucking divide, get people more angry at each other without actually advancing anybody's material fucking needs, which, quite frankly, black people need rapper fucking rations. Yes. And Sean King, I think, is... Actively doing damage to seeking that goal, yeah. regardless of whether it, he is he has a CIA hand there or whether he's mm. just a fucking moron. That's up for debate. Mm. But here's the thing: I I think we all collectively, myself included, need to be more suspicious about the fucking CIA. Yeah. Did you even? You told me you found out about Quintel Pro after I put it on my story. Yeah. I had no idea about. So, it. so you went and Googled? Yeah, I went. I went and did a little quick Google. And then all this shit about the... I read all shit about the NDAs and the non-disclosures. All that shit, how tight that shit is around it. Mm -hmm. And, like, how they could just be, like, if you're in range of that shit, you're, like, you got... You know? <laughs> like, Yeah. It's just shit's yeah. crazy, bro. And and on top of that, they say that shit ended and was canceled. And, but and it's definitely not. I don't think so. And yeah. it's something that's not canceled is PSYOPs. Psychological operations exist in multiple branches of the government and are fully out. You can read about them online. They are a thing that exists and, and, and they do a lot of different things. You see specifically, and PSYOPs aren't always like complicated shit. Uh, it could be something as simple as a cop doing the Macarena with protesters. Yeah. That is a PSYOP that was designed for to be used against insurgents in the Middle East. They go out, the U.S. soldiers, and they do the Macarena with little kids on the street to try to make friends with them. Mm -hmm. And there's videos of U.S. soldiers doing this throughout multiple Middle Eastern countries and places we've occupied. Damn. This is a psyop that we've been using for decades. And, and, and what we have been honing on, on oppressed people across the world outside of our border, folks, it is coming home to you. The tear, and I mean, you see it quite simply. During the Ferguson protests... And, and I think uh, to close this podcast out, we've got to talk about solidarity. Yeah. And so, yeah, that's that, what's, that is really what's got it. <laughs> aside from all the bullshit yeah. and everything, that is probably the most important thing in anything. Because, like, all you see 
is people just trying to fucking cancel each other. This yep. whole fucking cancel culture is so fucking toxic yep. to any sort of togetherness and like it ruins all of the credibility to some people. Like it, people like if they heard somebody got canceled, it doesn't re- matter regardless of what that person does. Sometimes people will just say, "Oh fuck that person," you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. and not really gather all the facts because that's how, just how people are. People just see information and just take it in. Mm-hmm. That's why misinformation is just so fucking mm-hmm. important, and mm-hmm. why we gotta suppress that shit. Yeah. And that's why fucking companies like Twitter, Facebook, and I can go into that. Another yeah. fucking time. No, and we should but, talk about yeah. that because Reddit just today banned mm-hmm. the subreddits for Chapo Trap House and Comptown, which is, really? I think, why this is an excellent day to start our leftist podcast yeah. that can one day get banned from forums. Because yeah. fucking, honestly, they are, the, the they utilize what he's talking about, cancel culture, and in general, at large, woke culture against, they weaponize it and say that it's to be used against the right, mm-hmm. which honestly, r slash the Donald on Reddit Maybe was toxic and did say some horrible things. And maybe that should have been taken off of Reddit today. But when they took that off, they felt the need to counterbalance that by taking off Chapo Trap House and Comptown and a lot of leftist subreddits. And the obvious answer to that is one of those groups has someone who's a president in power and one of those groups doesn't. So they're not equal things. Yeah. <laughs> and the other argument is that, you know, stop fucking silencing free speech. Granted, people can just go make another forum somewhere else. So, I, you know, mm-hmm. Reddit being the arbiter of what is seen isn't necessarily the be-all, end-all. But mm-hmm. I gotta be honest, Reddit was, uh, like many things, instrumental in me at a young age being exposed to information that changed my viewpoint. And to see yeah. that shit get, get kind of, you know... Censored. Censored sucks ass. Because yeah. the internet is key to building solidarity. And this actually goes right into the point that I was going to make when I brought up solidarity, which is that the tactics that have been honed in other countries against other oppressed people are being used in our very own country. And fucking the same tear gas that they use on Palestinians is manufactured by the same fucking group, the Carlisle Corporation, by the way, who, or Carlisle Group, and the Carlisle Group also owns Supreme. So fuck Supreme. Any rapper wearing Supreme, get that shit off your back. But... They make the tear gas that's used in Palestine. In 2014, during the Ferguson protests, Palestinian activists were on Twitter telling Ferguson activists, here's how you make the tear gas stop hurting. Here's the mixture you use. And, and that information came from Palestine to Ferguson. And, and yeah. that is, that's what fucking solidarity looks like, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. And, it's, and it's, not, it's not Ferguson activists looking at Palestinian activists and saying, oh, they're violent, this, that, and the third... Oh, and, and, and making differences between one another. It is about finding the bridges and finding our common struggle and, 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 and fighting against our fucking oppressors. And, and to go into what this podcast is fucking named after, mm. which is that outside agitator fucking bullshit. I have so much to say about it, but, but let me say this. They want... You know what? Rayshard Brooks' girlfriend. You want to tell that story? What about her burning down the Wendy's and yeah. then everybody was like, Oh, it's a white girl and then she just like got she's facing thirty years in prison now because everybody wanna be like, Oh, it was a white girl that did it, it's not these black lives matter people, mm-hmm. you know, we're not the bad guys, but then mm-hmm. it just turns out you're still hurting somebody who was also hurting because yeah. somebody that the com- our own common oppressors Took took him away from her, mm-hmm. and then she was like, "Yeah, fuck that shit, fuck the system," you know, yeah. and decided to burn down the Wendy's in anger, and rightfully so, rightfully honestly. so, honestly, yeah. 
Because like, how could you, how could you not be furious? Yeah. I couldn't imagine. I know? can't. No. And I don't ever want to imagine, but it's always a possibility. You and know? you know, and that's why we, I think it's important for us to speak out and everybody mm-hmm. to speak out everywhere, because it could be someone you know next, and it really like it's that fucking for real. For I don't think she looked at the George Floyd shit that was already going on mm-hmm. and thought this is gonna come to my doorstep the next day. I don't know. I don't think she woke up that morning and thought I'm gonna be burning down a Wendy's tonight. Nobody does. No. No. You don't. Unless you have a deep hatred for Wendy's. <laughs> it's symbolism. Which honestly <laughs> the uh, overrated. Yeah, fuck Wendy's yeah, by the way. I gotta yeah. Yeah. Some people were online on Wendy's trying to defend Wendy's be like Oh, Wendy's is the not not even like the president or some shit like they, how it's their ownership affects their fucking donations. Like the owner of Moy companies who owns Wendy's, like as a subsidiary of it, they donated to the campaign, but the president of the fucking Wendy's did not donate to the campaign. So everybody's like, oh, the CEO didn't donate to the campaign, so therefore Wendy's didn't donate to the... You know mm. what I mean? But still, you're mm. still in the same... That's why Taco Bell also has to be canceled and then that other shit because you can't support every fucking business that's growing up a pipeline, you know? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That people just don't understand that. Nah. I just don't get it. Like, nah. Nah. And and it's not to say fuck Wendy's. Let's let's and, you know I'm not gonna. I be, think I'm saying that. I I, I, I am. I, they they donated four hundred thousand dollars to the the Trump reelection. Yeah. So but I even, mean, but even you, regardless of that, because like that shit that shit sucks. But you're gonna you're gonna see that in a lot of leadership and the owners of a lot of things. They yeah. they don't. That's pretty much across the board. Fuck whether they donated to Trump or not. I don't think that's even. Super crazy, like relevant. I, I, I did see that shit too. Yeah. I think it's justified because who are we to tell her how to mourn mm. her boyfriend? Yeah, we can't. Was fucking shot, but and killed, and and she knows that she wasn't gonna get. Honestly, justice was had in that situation, likely because that Wendy's was burned down. Yeah. And as a political scientist, mm. I gotta take all the other things out of it and just look at it. As these are people who have not had their voices heard mm-hmm. for so long, and this is something that is a la- you know it's Martin Luther King man the the riot is the language of the unheard. Mm-hmm. This is it's a form of expression, and then the impulse that we all have to not to like even me just saying it's not to say fuck Wendy's. We all have this mm-hmm. impulse to like wind it back. And not go all the way and like throw the punch. Yeah. But like the reality is the punches are being thrown. To hold back is not – there's almost this mindset that by doing more, we're going to – there's some punishment that's coming our way. The punishment's already coming our way. They're already tear gassing us. They're already doing everything to us that they possibly fucking can. Yeah. So it's like throw the fucking punch. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. And, and maybe I'm not really going anywhere with this fucking thing. And and you know what? It isn't to say fuck Wendy's. It is to say fuck the structure that Wendy's represents. If it was a small business, that's kind of a different discussion. But these corporate institutions, whether it's Wendy's or fucking Burger King, whether it's TD Bank or Chase Bank, mm-hmm. whether it's fucking uh, – who gives a shit? These corporate institutions, to say – the argument that you see from the conservatives, why are they burning down their own communities? 
They don't own it. They don't own any of that. That's not their community. No, yeah. That's someone making money off of their communities. Yeah. Yeah. That is well, a that is a that is a strategically placed business. <laughs> yeah. Built to sustain on cheap labor. Yeah. And and and, and uh, that's a bingo on the cheap labor. Fucking crazy. Another criticism was why they burned down Target. The, 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 they're losing their own jobs. And it, listen, motherfucker. Which Target in that statement in itself is so fucking racist. So fucking racist. <laughs> like, so fucking yeah. racist. And, and it's like, listen, motherfucker, seven twenty-five an hour isn't. That's not a. That's not a gen. Fuck that. I spit that. I'll burn yeah. that on fire too. Literally. And you know what? They lit that fucking Target on fire. And guess who made the minimum wage fifteen bucks? Target. Yep. So you know what? As a political scientist, eight hours at seven twenty-five. Fifty-eight dollars. I'll spend that at the fucking bar. Yeah, like you know what yeah. I mean. Like it's just crazy. Yeah, for a whole day work. It's not even fucking. No, it's nothing. No, that's and, crazy. Like, and what is that? That's that's before tax, dude. That's before taxes. Yeah. So like, bro, that's what you make. Grow. Yeah, it's not. That's and not, you're paying you taxes out of that fifty-eight bucks while the fucking owners probably ain't paying fucking yeah, shit. Exactly. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And the fucking top fifteen percent pay a lower tax rate than we do. Yeah. It is fucking crazy. Yeah. And and listen, we're not over here advocating for violence. I don't think, but I'm definitely sure as hell condoning it. Uh, yeah. Advocating expression of grief. Maybe. Yeah. I will, I will, I'm, I'm advocating for the protests and I'm advocating for whatever people feel is necessary to do to, to have their voices heard. Because this impulse to tell people to just go vote is... First off, you see voters depress. We've been seeing voter suppression in Georgia and all that shit that's happening down there, where they lock the shit. They say shit's gonna be open till nine, but then they lock the shit at six o'clock and not let anybody in. There's people fucking banging on the fucking window, yeah, and making a beat to the shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, like, I saw people flipping that shit, making beats on fucking Twitter. Like, you know what I mean? Like that kind of shit is fucking. Wild. It's what it, it's fucking like like that like every, shit that, we that you saw can, that in you other can countries. See. No, the thing that's wild to me is that you can look at that video. People will look at that and then try and make an excuse for that shit. That's, that, yeah, that that yeah. that that indoctrination that is so deeply ingrained. They should have showed up earlier. Yeah, I saw oh, they that. should. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. uh, like. Like how you know how there's like a rent crisis. I don't know if you saw the new John Oliver, but there's like a rent crisis uh-huh. that's happening where a bunch of people are gonna get evicted. Coming oh, up in New York first, City, 50, like literally 50, tomorrow, 000, yeah. fifty thousand people in New York City alone. Yeah, tomorrow. So listen up, folks. The riots about to get a lot fucking worse. Yeah, and it isn't an outside agitator doing it. Yeah, it is. It is the agitation of the fucking interest of capital, baby. Yeah, and not helping the people. And now you're gonna put millions of people on the fucking street tomorrow. Yeah. Good luck. Literally, good luck. Yeah, <laughs> you you gonna need a lot more than four hundred fucking cops to deal with them niggas. Like, yeah, like, for you know, real. They're, they're gonna be angry. I hope yeah. every one of those motherfuckers that gets evicted in New York City tomorrow walks out and fucking th- throws a fucking brick through every fucking luxury condo. Yeah, at the at the minimum, yeah. that would that would be that would be that would be showing mercy. Yeah, that would because the, they these people. The, you look at New York City; it's entirely been made into a city for the rich. And there's um, that we that's actually something we should probably just do an episode on New York yeah, and what's because there, there's a whole history of hip hop as a response mm-hmm. to the decay. Yeah. And there's kind of, we should just do a New York austerity from the '70s, and we should do a New York episode oh, and tie it into New York hip hop and expression. And like, there's oh. a lot of shit that went on. We should we should we should just do that. That's a good idea. 
Um, but yeah, so fucking, I guess to, to we should probably just talk about the white outside agitated thing before we finish the first step since that's yeah. the fucking title. Fucking so yeah, Rayshard Ray Brooks' fucking girlfriend. Days before anyone knew it was his girlfriend, there's these videos on Twitter with over 100k retweets that everyone's so eager to be a cop and say, "Look at this white woman burning it down. It's not even us. It's not because there's this fear of the response." And I have to say, as a white guy, I get that I don't understand the same fear of the police that some people fear or the same fear of backlash that the pendulum that if we speak out, the pendulum's going to swing even harder on us. I get that. But in the same hand, and I'll talk about my experiences with the cops over the past month, I don't feel like I've been treated very great myself. <laughs> and, yeah, no. Right. I think, like you said, they're a pawn of the ruling class. And they will do anything to stop the suppression of people trying to advocate for their own rights and yeah. advocate for their own wealth and their own community. There's a great old Irish ballad. Uh, if you're fighting for your freedom or the dignity of man, watch out for rubber bullets. It's the army's latest plan. And, and, and they're shooting everybody... White protesters, this white body is getting in front of black people. It's true, and I've seen successfully, you know, if you're a cute 19-year-old white girl, by all means, by all means, get to the front of the protest. That cop is going to have a lot of hesitation hitting you. Great. Yeah. But if you look like me, which is ugly as fuck and big, they're, 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 I'm, listen, I, I, let's just say I'm taking some batons, all right? Let's just say, and... and and motherfuckers are telling me that I and when I go to a protest, I'm silent. I don't try to antagonize the cops. I try to make deep eye contact with them and make them feel shameful. And I try and, and 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 but that's it. I try to make eye contact. I'm silent. I'm not trying to antagonize the cops, and I'm not violent. But the people who want to show up and say, "Hey, uh, my buddy said he's fucking this cop's wife right now. I wonder if it's yours." If you want to go to a protest and do that, <laughs> I'm going to support you. And when they and when the cops move in to make arrests and start beating the shit out of people, mm. I will be happy to in my armor stand there and take a fucking beating. Because you know what, we need people mm. who are going to stand up and fucking do that. And that does not make me a white outside agitator. Yeah. I don't know what that makes me, but it doesn't make make me the bad guy. I'm not the one inciting the violence. The violence is coming from the cops, and and I just have yet to see any really good evidence of. This white outside agitation. What you'll see is these these videos where it's like four white teenagers, like skaters typically, breaking windows. And then like a black college activist who's like, no, don't break the windows. And like, that sucks. Those yeah. are tough videos to watch. Yeah. It's not great. But in the same hand, why is it that we are so terrified of the repercussions of damaging property? And... and, and and why is it that we're in such a rush? Because guess what? For every single time you see a video like that, I, in my own personal experiences where I haven't seen cameras, I saw a black activist, probably one who's in a video yelling at white people who are like breaking windows. I saw a black activist yell into a megaphone at a Black Lives Matter protest, mm -hmm. calling other black protesters coons. 
And I'm, I'm <laughs> quoting him. Yeah. <laughs> um, he said that, and I got into it with him. I'm like, listen, mm. motherfucker. Okay, and then he, and then and then one of the girls he was with got mad at him. Like, what the fuck? Mm. And so then he's like, come on, guys, let's be peaceful. And I got, I went up to him. I'm like, you, we're, you, y'all are gonna be peaceful all the way up back into the camps. Yeah. And then they were like, they for a second they're like, is this some alt right guy telling us? <laughs> he's gonna go so I felt the need to like explain myself. And 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 one of the girls was like, what you just saying? I'm like. Listen, what I'm saying is, soon enough, they're going to put us in re-education camps just for thinking these fucking thoughts. So, if you're not ready to have this fight now, go home. Go back to your college campus. Go try to get a job at whatever corporation. Go do, go build up your resume. Whatever type of prof- young professional you are, go be that. But don't yell at other people who are saying... And by the way, the people that he called coons were just chanting fuck 12. They were not doing anything that bad. Yeah, 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 they were yeah. just like in his eyes, and as this kid with a sweater vest, mm-hmm. he was looking at the kid with the with the sagging pants and saying, "Stop being a." I don't, I'm not. I'm going to stop saying it. Yeah. He said, and and that shit goes to show that the racism is internalized with all of us. It's internalized in me. It's mm-hmm. internalized in you. It's internalized in everybody. Yeah. And we have to watch out for our own policing of our ourselves. Yeah. Calling each other out, and and mm-hmm. I, I've kind of just been dancing around points. I, this is, I've kind of not been clear, and I'm, I probably sound like I'm being unfair to like the, the movement in general. And, and and I think there's a place for peaceful protest. But listen, here's the thing: if you, if if you have grant permission from the police to be doing what you're doing, mm-hmm. what are you really doing then? If you're not obstructing or getting in the way of something like. When they closed down the docks on the West Coast mm-hmm. and fucked up $30 billion of imports for the day, that's direct action. That's mm-hmm. going to make people hurt and want to make changes. Mm-hmm. Standing there and sing Kumbaya in a fucking circle, I hate to break it to you, it's, it's a fucking not, echo chamber. Yeah. It's just not, it's just not promote. Like, <clears throat> I don't know, that whole thing with Nancy Pelosi with the fucking Kente cloth and all that shit, them taking a knee... In the fucking Congress Hall, that shit is like a slap in the fucking face. Mm-hmm. You go out there and you write that fucking bill. That is horseshit. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. it's just like yeah, it's like these things. Ass. You know, and I think the greater point that I think both of us are trying to make is that we want to see <clears throat> actual legislative change that will actually you know help communities that were marginalized yeah but yeah that's not going to happen because that's not in the interest of the ruling class mm-hmm. and how is that going to be yeah how can that be how can we fight that and i, I think and we're saying that also the writing is probably effective isn't definitely an effective method of hitting them where it hurts their pockets you know? we all learn about the civil rights act of 1964 mm-hmm. we do not learn about the civil rights act of 1968 or the Haitian riots. Or the Haitian... Yeah, well, of but, course we don't learn about that Slave shit. riots. Of course. Yeah. They're, yeah. Not teaching, they're not teaching the little American kids about Haiti. <laughs> <laughs> of course no. not. No, it's oh, not. No. Oh, fuck. The Clintons literally were human trafficking. Yeah. I'm not... Well, allegedly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, yeah. Like, let's, just, yeah. let's do a whole other episode of that. It's like, when we, we start talking about white liberals who are supposedly helping black people and what they're actually up to. We, yeah, that's a whole other fucking episode. Yeah, we go on for days. Yeah, <laughs> oh shit, man. But I think, and I think the real outside white agitators 
mm-hmm. are the white liberals you're talking about mm-hmm. who want to co-opt the movement and steer all the energy into taking fucking episodes of Golden uh-huh. Girls off of Hulu. Yeah. <laughs> fucking removing Dixie out of the Dixie Chicks. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, shit like that. Yeah. Right? That nobody... Nobody. Nobody has no, Except for people that collect Funko Pops. <laughs> That's who gives a shit. About any of that, it's like <laughs> Dixie yeah. Chick record collector. They know <laughs> no. the value of their record just went up. Like, no, bro, it's like thirty-three-year-old people in IT with dyed hair. That's who that's for, and, <laughs> and nobody else. <laughs> and, uh, and receptionists with Karen haircuts. <laughs> Not even, bro. The Karens are, must be so divided right now. Oh my God! The, 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 the <laughs> we talk about how divided the movement is. The Karens are eating each other alive on yeah. Facebook, probably. The conservative Karen and the liberal Karen are two very different Karens. My favorite protest I, sign I saw was uh, it was like something about like this Karen is is down to like throw a brick at a cop yeah. like it was some shit like it was some wild and I saw it in person and it was like this nice like 43 year old looking woman and it was like this Karen's ready to to rape a cop like it was like it was just this outlandish fucking sign and I got bro I can't remember what it was but I, it was like the wildest shit yeah, I was okay. like hell yeah lady yeah. Like, it was like I'm ready to skin the guy. Yeah, it, was yeah, like, yeah. it was like, what? <laughs> Are you sure? Are you sure? Like, we ain't even at that part of the protest yet. We still have the kumbaya part. Be safe, though. There's not even been tear gas yet. There's like, <laughs> you are 15 steps ahead of everybody else at this protest right now. <laughs> but yeah, she was fucking right. And, and, and you know, and, and I think. There's this hesitation among people, probably nobody that's listening to this, uh, but but among like middle of the road people to be like, well, people are saying some really horrible things to the cops Mm. as if that justifies a violent response. Motherfucker, like people say shit to people all the time. You don't murder them for it. Like you just go or, or beat the shit out of them. You just take like, and, and I think it's actually a good form of political expression to try to take the cops off their pedestal and say, hey, no, I can say fuck you, buddy, to them too. Just like you could say to a Joe on the street. Mm -hmm. Because guess what? If I walked up to a Joe on the street and said, hey, I think my buddy's fucking your wife, and he clocked me in the face, he'd get an assault charge, regardless of what I said. Mm -hmm. And that's, and guess what? We just want the same rules for fucking cops. It's really not that extreme of a fucking thing. Qualified qualified immunity is not working. No. No. It can't. That's yeah, it's wild that that should exist. And for those that don't know what qualified immunity is, it's basically just that cops like, you're good. <laughs> do what you do, get out of jail free card. Yeah. That's what that is. Um, and they have several. Yeah, for real. Um, but anyway, I think uh, hip hop and the, the ethos of this podcast is that you know Charlemagne. During in the midst of all this outside white agitator nonsense, which was really I think a little more hot three weeks ago. I think mm-hmm. after the everyone accidentally got Rayshard Brooks' girlfriend arrested, that shit yeah. kind of quieted down. People yeah. realized, like, oh, okay, <laughs> all right, maybe, maybe calm down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, that shit did calm down a bit. Yeah. But at the height of it, Charlemagne went on first take, and Charlemagne who has some pretty bad opinions sometimes about hip hop. I, I disagree with Charlemagne often. Um, but I like him, and he's a voice on hip-hop, and you can't deny his influence. 
Um, and he, or his position as a pillar of the hip hop community, you know, and the breakfast club is fucking huge and influential. He went on and said, uh, actually, I want to hear from the white activists who were shoulder to shoulder with black people this weekend. I don't know why we're trying to divvy people up. I, I, I had people yeah. on the show. I wanted to hear that perspective. I don't, I don't. And this was just after all the white people thought it would be helpful to uh, silence social media for the day and put black squares on everything so no information could get out. And this was just after that. And it, it, it it's so clever what the ruling class can kind of do. Oh, white people, it's not your turn to speak. Or this isn't an yeah. issue for you. What that shit is effectively doing is telling people that these inequalities and, and the injustice we're fighting against, it, it has nothing to do with them. And, and instead is an issue to be empathized with or an issue to be an ally for. And allyship is so weird to me. It's like I'm passing down my support from on high. Yeah, no, no, we. this is our struggle. This is not yeah. one person's things. One's group thing. We all... And specifically, this is a white issue that white people need to solve. Yeah. White people need to, to need to solve... This, this yeah. is not going to be done from outside the white community. And it's so... And so truly... I just... They want to discourage people from, I think, caring and from being together. Amazon has an algorithm that looks at who's likely to unionize... And, and ask for higher wages, which warehouses, which Whole Foods. And one of the number one things they look for is a lack of diversity. Because mm -hmm. they think that if a workplace isn't diverse enough, they're more likely to band together to fight for their rights. Mm -hmm. Or a lack of diversity training. So literally, they will send someone in there to tell the minimum wage employees that they have white privilege. Mm -hmm. And make everyone hyper aware of their race, race differences. So then they don't see each other as allies and as people, as workers who are getting exploited. They have much more in common there, but instead they see each other as enemies or as people who need to work against each other. And I've seen that in minimum wage jobs. I worked it and how people were pitted against each other, specifically a warehouse I worked in. And I'll get into that on another episode, but it's not lost on me that what Amazon does with their lack of diversity and algorithm and unionizing it's this what what they're doing is that at a larger scale they do not want to see a diverse protest group a diverse insurgent group with goals that benefit the collective because that is terrifying to the ruling class and that also is probably the best path to getting black people the reparations they need yeah. is that we all band together and we all say no if you don't want to give these people their reparations if you don't want to give these people what's right if you don't want to pass policy that's actually going to defund the police department and refund education and the things that need to be refunded, you're going to have to shoot me too. And if enough people go out in the street and say, well, you're going to need more rubber bullets because there's too many of us and you got to listen, mm -hmm. that and, and all this, white people, it's not your place to speak. White people, the, the, the white, pa the, the, the black, the fist in the air is not for you. Yeah. What? That shit, that is for people who spell folks with an X. That is who that's for. That is, and, yeah. and, and, and listen, shout out to all my LGBTQIA plus out there. I'm not trying to shit on any of that. But my thing is, it's, it, whatever, spell folks however you fucking want. That's not the point I'm trying to make. The point I'm trying to make is that this shit isn't helpful to building solidarity no it's it's a way to divide and conquer yeah it so is and what that that's how people and empires maintain power and dictators mm -hmm. 
mm-hmm. as they just find reasons to divide people up, whether that be on religion, whether that be on fucking race, like mm-hmm. we're seeing here, mm-hmm. you know, whether that be on fucking, but it's truly just about class. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what people just don't even know. Because we're so indoctrinated not to think that way. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And we're so indoctrinated to think mm-hmm. that the class structure is good because one day you'll be on top of it. Yeah. And and, and hip-hop mm-hmm. has a lot to do with that perception, I think, right yeah. now. Because, think... like, I started, you know, everybody's like, oh, I started from the bottom and I came from the gutter. But now look at me, I got diamonds on my neck. Yeah. You know, shit yeah. like that. And know? I think aspirational rap's great and it's some of my favorite rap, too. But I... I, I I, and not to be super critical of rap, like that's the BLM doll, but because I also think that it just has power to actually do so much good. Yeah. <clears throat> like I'll say, the reason I was out in the streets protesting has a lot to do with the fact that I snuck out of the house as a teenager to go to a Flatbush Zombies and Underachievers concert. And at that concert, they passed a blunt into the crowd. And after me and my white friend hit it, we passed it to a black woman. Who ended up getting dragged out by security. But you know what happened? Fucking everybody in that auditorium banded together, grabbed her back from the security, pushed them up against the wall, and chanted fuck 12 till they were sweating bullets. That's what happened at that, at one of my first, that, and that, and guess what? I went to that hip hop concert. When I was getting into hip hop and I was getting into rap as a white suburban teenager, it was not the people in the hip hop community, it was not black people telling me, this isn't for you, stay home, you're not a part of this. It was white people. It was white people telling me that's for them. You need to you come to the Jason Aldean concert. <laughs> you know, because yeah, 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 yeah. what people I think are inherently afraid of, because they know it's a threat to them, is that people band together in solidarity mm-hmm. and, and become. They are scared that people all enjoy the same culture. That mm-hmm. is a terrifying thing to I think people yeah. who want to maintain the order. Just like defunding the police is a terrifying thing to those people. And I think hip hop needs to be the not only the unifying force, but the countercultural force of this moment. And I think a lot of people are doing a great job. I really love Lil Baby's song, mm-hmm. The Bigger Picture. Mm-hmm. And he actually makes it a point to say that it's larger than black and white. This is us against the whole world. Mm-hmm. Which is like, damn, all right? Like that, because yeah. that is a message of solidarity. It isn't about our differences, mm-hmm. it is about our shared struggle. Yeah, and I think you know what's so cool. I was like going to cookout last weekend, and I think I was like pulling up next to this big ass white dude in a big ass lifted truck, and he was bumping that song. That and you know, and you know what I thought myself. I was like, maybe shit will be all right. Yeah, and it's like shit like that. Yeah, and I think that's the impact that hip hop can have. Bringing people together. And I think that could be something that could be garnered in one place and then be fucking huge mm-hmm. here and then just fucking explode all over the country and that just be a movement let's not deny itself. the fact that we are seeing the effects of hip hop doing that over the past yeah. 30 years I don't think this is I mean this movement was not possible without COVID there were so many factors that mm-hmm. allowed this moment we're living in to happen but the impact of hip hop is enormous on allowing the cult that the culture has mm. shifted. Where do you... I mean, it took Fuck the Police being written that long ago, almost yeah. 30, 30 years now, almost. Mm-hmm. It took... It, it is a long process, mm-hmm. but it we are seeing the effects of it. Listen, art 
it's an escape sometimes. And I think sometimes art has been something that has allowed people to not be as revolutionary as they needed to be. Mm-hmm. Listen, the real battles in the streets, but art is so important. I think at getting people into the streets and uniting oh people. God. I, I think so too, because like, I, I don't think I, if I had like not done band or any of that shit, like I guess having all that artistic expression all throughout my life kind of, because they say artistic people are more caring mm-hmm. and more like sensitive to people's issues and mm-hmm. uh, more willing to understand. And I guess it's it's good for building the whole round person is to have some sort of artistic expression in your life, you know, yeah. while you're growing up and learning. And obviously, <clears throat> they defund art programs and yep. that shit is fucking stupid and it's fucking. And you you don't think you know, that's by design they defund yeah. art? Art. Why do you think there's this huge movement right now? Everyone going to STEM. Yeah. <laughs> Don't. Please. Do not study humanities and art. Yeah. Please. Yeah. For the love of God. Like, uh, yeah. yeah. And I'm even victim to that myself. Yeah. I think we, we all STEM, are. Yeah. We all got to get fucking jobs, man. Yeah. And that's the thing. I'm not trying to be too overcritical of capitalism and hip-hop. Listen, we're all just trying to make fucking money. We're yeah. all just trying to get a bag. Yeah. And that's the thing. When I say late capitalism, things have gotten so late. Everyone's so strapped. Everyone's so squeezed. And mm-hmm. we've become hyper hyper capitalistic out of fucking necessity and out of survival. Yeah. And and, and, and and that's what makes it so hard to shake. Yeah. You know? But we're gonna. I really do. I, I think I think we are. Damn. Alright, episode one. That's pretty solid. Alright, good shit. See y'all niggas. <laughs> <laughs>